You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. This is Choo Choo Stew from the Cave Crew Radio, and you're listening to Alex Cardinelli on the American Variety Network. Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussions. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now. Hello, listeners of the American Variety Network. What day is it today? It's Saturday. Welcome to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. This is my very first Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli since our Easter themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli many months ago. And I gotta tell you, I'm really excited to be airing live here on this fine Saturday night. Now tonight we've got a epic action pack Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. I've got a lot of new segments that are going to be debuting tonight. I also got a couple of great recipes for you. And also, I've got funny phone calls and funny audio clips and all of that stuff is in store for tonight's episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. But first, I must tell you that Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli is not going to be a weekly show anymore here on American Variety Network. It is going to be a monthly show, which means Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli is going to air once a month. And this is done so that I can find a guest and get all of the interesting things that make Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli unique and different than my other podcast, Situated. However, do not let that be uh, Debbie Downer. Once a month is great. I'm going to make sure I always have quality guests and quality content for this show because this is one of my favorite shows that I personally get to host. So, with that being said, I'm ready to start today's show. I've got a couple of new segments debuting this month. The first one is called Fame and Shame of the Month, 
where I'll be talking about the good and bad things that happened to me in the month, as well as good and bad things that happened around the world in the month. I'm also debuting a segment called Sports Saturday, where I'm going to recap uh, sports that happened in the last week and sports that may happen on Saturday. I'm going to be debuting a new segment called Music Spotlight, where I'm going to be uh, playing some songs to give some local artists or artists who are kind of small spotlight. Now, most of the music is going to be some bands that my good old friend Jeremy Stillhorn has provided me. I may also find some bands on my own, but one thing is for sure, you're going to hear some wonderful music on Music Spotlight. And we also have all of our other wonderful segments. Now, for this episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, I've got a wonderful special guest. Our guest tonight is Carl Hayden from Carl's Aquarium. Now, Carl's Aquariums is a very popular fish-keeping YouTube channel where Carl actually does uh, shipments because he's a fish store, so he gets orders from wholesalers, and he does unboxing videos and such. So, Carl is going to tell you about his YouTube channel, as well as his fish keeping experience. So, if you are a fish keeper, both freshwater and saltwater, you're going to enjoy this interview. If you're not a fish keeper, it may still be a fun interview for you, nonetheless. Now, our funny audio clips today are actually rap battles, but they are really funny rap battles, and I think you're going to enjoy them. I've also got funny prank calls coming your way tonight, and also our two recipes tonight are great recipes for Father's Day. They are chicken amaretta and chicken marsala. I'm also going to be talking about Father's Day ideas, stuff that you can do for your father. And if you are a WWE fan, I'm going to be previewing the pay-per-view that's going to be airing tomorrow night, Money in the Bank. So we've got an action-packed Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. So, let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with What's the Haps? this Saturday night. Well, first and foremost, the new Disney Pixar movie, Finding Dory, is now out. If you have a son or a daughter, take them to see Finding Dory. It is a absolutely amazing movie. I watched it this morning, and I absolutely loved it. Also, this weekend is Father's Day weekend. Treat your father nice, because after all, it is Father's Day. And I've got a couple of shout-outs to some very outstanding fathers. 
First and foremost, I have my own father, Nicholas Hardinelli. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I've got my grandfather, Richard Houghton. Happy Father's Day to Richard Houghton. I've got my Uncle Don. Happy Father's Day, Uncle Don. I've also got a few friends who are fathers. The first one is a father of a son named Brody. He happens to be my best friend. Happy birthday, Jeremy Stellhorn. You are a wonderful person. I know you are a wonderful father. You're also a wonderful friend. I also want to say happy Father's Day to a new friend that I made this month, Gregorio. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are out there. Tomorrow night, or excuse me, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific, I'm going to be doing a Father's Day special broadcast. So make sure you tune in to that. Also happening this weekend, we have WWE Money in the Bank pay-per-view live at 8 p.m., on the WWE Network. So definitely check that out. So that's what's happening this week on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. And that's what's happening this weekend as well. So now it's time for the debut of one of our new segments. This is called Fame and Shame with Alex Cardinelli. And this is what I'm going to talk about, the good and bad things that happened to me and around the world this month of June. I'll start with the good things, the fame of June. This month, I ordered from Blue Zoo Aquatics, which happens to be one of the many endorsers of the American Variety Network. I ordered a very nice yellow belly dog face puffer and a world-famous fish called a Picasso Trigger, also known as a Humu Humu Trigger. Now, they both came in healthy. Both are doing really well. I am very pleased with my order, and I recommend anyone out there who happens to be a saltwater fish keeper to give Blue Zoo Aquatics a try. Also this month, I met a nice man and became friends with this great man. His name is Gregorio. I also made friends with a few other people this month, so I am very, very excited about that. Also, we've had nice weather here in the month of June. We had a few rainy days, but generally the weather has been about 60 to 80 degrees, not too humid just yet. The perfect weather. I've actually gone out to see some of my brother, Jimmy Cardinelli's baseball games. He is doing really well. He lost a few games, but he also won a few. And he got a couple of hits and a couple of RBIs. So congratulations to my brother, James Cardinelli, for being an outstanding baseball player. I sure wish that I could... Uh, play baseball, but I am certainly not an athletic person. Now, the month of June had sort of a hiatus 
from podcasting for myself, but I definitely returned with a passion and a fire. Thanks to my friend Jeremy Stellhorn, he brought the fire and the passion of podcasting back into me. So I want to say thank you to Jeremy Stellhorn for that. He is the reason that I'm back here on American Variety Network. I had a great return show where I had Donovan Barger, another friend of mine, uh, on where we chatted, chatted about tropical fish. Definitely check out that show. And the last good thing for me this month is Finding Dory. That was one hell of an epic and awesome movie. And you know, people are going to say, well, I'm too old to be watching Finding Dory. Well, I'm 22 years old. Am I too old? Possibly. I probably am too old, but I don't care. I love movies. I love the Disney movies. So, are you really ever too old to see a movie? I don't know. Uh, it's certainly a controversial topic, but it's one that I really don't care what other people think or say. So, if you like Finding Nemo and you're my age, then you can go out and watch Finding Dory. When Nemo came out, I was just a little, little kid. I was probably about 10, 11, or 12 years old, or maybe even younger, because it was a while ago. But now, I loved Nemo, and I loved uh, Finding Dory, which I saw yesterday and this morning as well. Alright, that's the fame of the month of June. Now, I want to talk about the shame, the bad things that happened to me and in the world in the month of June. Now, I'm not even sure if I should be bringing this up on my radio show, but I'm going to anyway, and that is family drama. This month has been nothing but filled with family drama. And I understand that every family is going to have uh, some issues and troubles, but I just got tired of the constant belittlement of my mother by my aunt, and I got tired of uh, her putting my mother down and insulting her and lying about her. She said some things that my mother never did, and I really don't understand why all this stuff started in the first place. I mean, it really started between me and my aunt because I made a comment on Facebook about pitbulls all the way back in May. She took offense to it, and it led to a big thing that shouldn't have been that big. It's a minor little thing. It was me just stating my personal opinion. She took it to a whole nother level, and now we are on the out over a simple little comment. I don't know. I take full responsibility for it, uh, but I do hope that um, it won't lead to our family uh, not talking to each other over a stupid comment that I made. But that is one personal thing that has been bothering me this month. I am now over it, obviously. But as you guys know, I am an open book on my podcast. So I just figured I would share that with you. The next couple of shame or bad things of the month of June happened around the world and really had no impact on me. And 
As some of you may recall, a few weeks ago, or several weeks ago, a little boy fell into a gorilla exhibit in the Cincinnati Zoo, I believe it was, and um, it was a very dangerous situation, but I blame the parents for not watching their child. The parents are totally at blame for this, but it was determined that the safest method was to kill the gorilla. And I have to agree with that. The animal response team, the emergency dangerous animal response team, made the right call because people did not see this in some of the videos that were posted online for obvious reasons because they wanted you to believe that an innocent animal was killed because he was protecting a child. But he aggressively dragged a child from one end of the exhibit to the other. Now, it may be that he was protecting the child, but he is a 400-pound animal. And the boy was, what, maybe 75 pounds? He could do serious damage to the child. Now, normally you would use tranquilizers, but really it takes tranquilizers a long time for it to set in, and it almost always enrages an animal, makes him angry, and the next thing you know, you've got an angry 400-pound gorilla who is going to kill uh, the, this little 75-pound boy. Not on purpose, but this gorilla does not know the strength that it possesses. So, the uh, animal response team made the right call by shooting and killing the animal. It's an absolute tragedy that could have been avoided if these stupid parents kept an eye on their kid. Now folks, this is a responsibility that we all can learn. If you are not a responsible person, please keep your penis out of a vagina. If you cannot handle the responsibility of having a kid, you should not be having sex. Enough said. That's just my personal opinion. The next bad thing that happened this month, as if the gorilla thing was not enough, we had another mass shooting. This time, the aim was at the gay community, which I'm happily a part of. But anyway, we had some shooter going to an Orlando uh, gay club and shoot 49 people and injure 43 others. I mean, come on. What is the purpose of doing that? We really don't care that you hate the gays. Uh, and some people are saying that this man was actually a part of gay dating sites and he may have been struggling with some issues of his own. Uh... And especially, he didn't know if he wanted to be gay or not. But it really does not explain his actions for killing 49 innocent people and injuring another 43, with some of them still fighting for their lives. I really am shocked in this whole situation. It is being overly exaggerated on the social news sites and stuff. This whole thing is being blown out of proportion. But it is an extremely sad situation, and the last shame of the month of June is a little two-year-old boy who was recently uh, killed by an alligator in this month uh, of June. It actually happened this week. The boy was named Dylan, 
was playing in about a foot of water when he was attacked by an alligator. That is a really, really sad sight. It happens a lot in Florida, and I personally think it's because a bird grabbed an alligator egg or a young alligator and uh, dumped it into a nearby pond, the pond that the boy was taken from. That happens a lot in Florida, and I know that because I used to live in Florida many, 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 many years ago. So, rest in peace to all the 49 victims that passed away in the Orlando shootings, and rest in peace to that poor little two-year-old boy that was attacked from an alligator. It was supposed to be a fun trip to Disneyland, turned out to be a disaster for that family, and I cannot imagine the pain they are feeling. Rest in peace, and I hope that family and the family of the 49 victims find peace really, really soon. That is this month's fame and shame of June, and now we're going to get into this Saturday in history. Today is Saturday, June 18th, the 170th day of 2016. There are 196 days left in 2016. Today's highlight in history. On June 18th, 1983, astronaut Sally K. Ride became America's first woman in space as she and four colleagues blasted off aboard the Space Shuttle Challenger on a six-day mission. On this date in history, in 1778, American forces entered Philadelphia as the British withdrew during the Revolutionary War. In 1812, the War of 1812 began as the United States Congress approved and President James Madison signed a declaration of war against Britain. In 1908, William Howard Taft was nominated for president by the Republican National Convention in Chicago. In 1940, during World War II, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill urged his countrymen to conduct themselves in a manner that would prompt future generations to say this was their finest hour. Charles de Gaulle delivered a speech on the BBC in which he rallied his countrymen after the fall of France to Nazi Germany. In 1964, President London B. Johnson and Japanese Prime Minister Hati Ikidawa spoke to each other by telephone as they inaugurated the first Trans-Pacific Cable completed by AT&T between Japan and Hawaii. In 1986, 25 people were killed when a twin-engine plane and helicopter carrying sightseers collided over the Grand Canyon. 
1992, the U.S. Supreme Court in Georgia versus McCollum ruled that criminal defendants could not use race as a basis for excluding potential jurors from their trials. Ten years ago, Bishop Catherine Jeffrich Scarry was elected the first female presiding bishop for the Espacal Church, the U.S. arm of the Global Angelican Communion. Phil Mickelson's bid for a third consecutive major ended with a shocking collapse on the final hole, giving the U.S. Open to Geoff Oglevy. Five years ago, President Hamid Karzi acknowledged that the U.S. and Afghan governments had held talks with Taliban embassies in a bid to end a nation's nearly 10-year war. British singer Amy Winehouse was heavily booed for being late and displaying erratic behavior on stage during a concert in Belgrade, Serbia. One year ago, last year, in dueling decisions about free speech, the Supreme Court upheld Texas's refusal to issue a license plate bearing the Confederate battle flag and struck down an Arizona town's restrictions on temporary signs put up by a small church. Today's birthdays, former Senator Jay Rockefeller is 79 years old. Baseball Hall of Famer Lou Brock is 77. Rock singer Sir Paul McCartney is 74. Actress Constance McCashin is 69. Actress Linda Thorson is 69. Rock musician John Evans is 68. Actress Carol Kane is 64. Actor Brian Benbin is 60. Figure skater Kurt, Mo, uh, Kurt Browning is 55. Country singer musician Tim Hunt is 49. Nathan Morris from Boys to Men is 45. Actress Mara Hobble is 45. And actress Willa Holland is 25 years old. Happy birthday to all the listeners of this episode and of American Variety Network. If you celebrate a birthday on June 18th, happy birthday, everyone. The thought for today is most of the successful people I've known are the ones who do more listening than talking. And that is from Bernard Baruch, American businessman and statesman. And that is Today in History, June 18th, 2016. It's probably going to be the only boring part of today's show. Well, for me, it's not boring because I love learning history. All right, it's time for the debut of another segment here on Saturday Live with me. And now we're going to debut Sports 
Saturday, where I'm going to talk about some of the current events that are happening in sports. Now, when I was a little boy, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, into my teenage years, I watched a lot of sports. Now, currently, in today's generation and in today's age, I don't watch that much sports anymore. Um, it's probably because I'm getting older and I'm not an athletic person by any means, so I'm really not interested in sports. I still do like the Yankees and the Buccaneers, but I'm not really interested in the games anymore. But I'm going to talk about sports on this show because I know that other people are different and they may have some sports fans that tune into my show. So... The first sports news I have for the very first Sports Saturday is Brock Lesnar is returning to the UFC. The WWE will be having Brock Lesnar competing at UFC. Now, he's going to be competing at UFC 200. And I think this is a great move by the WWE because now they can get Ronda Rousey and some other big UFC fighters to come to SummerSlam and WrestleMania 33. So I'm really excited to see Brock Lesnar uh, back at UFC 200. He's also going to be allowed to use his WWE wrestling song. The Yankees are having a dreadful 2016. They are losing a lot of their games. Um, and I hope the Yankees definitely uh, pick up and hopefully make the playoffs. The All-Star Game is coming up. It's on Jul July 12th, I believe. And uh, unfortunately, our next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli will be past July 12th. But we're going to recap the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby and preview the second half of the baseball season on the next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. So that's our short version of Sports Saturday, but I promise you the Sports Saturday in July is going to be more action-packed. It is now time for our wonderful special guest. And guys, I can assure you, you're going to enjoy this special guest. It's a really wonderful interview. So let's get to our special guest for this month's episode. Are you ready for a fun interview here live on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinali, who is going to be our special guest? What will they have to promote? It's time for our special guest spotlight. Let's get to the fun interview. Tonight on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, we have a very special guest, and I'm very happy that we are able to have him here on the show. I'm a big fan of his YouTube channel. In my free time, I spend a lot of time watching all of his videos because I love saltwater fish, and I love fish unboxing. Our guest today is Carl Hayden from Carl's Aquarium, the YouTube channel. Carl, how are you doing today, sir? I'm just dandy. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being a guest on tonight's show. Yeah, well, I had to run home from a blind to do it, so uh, yeah, we made it. I'm glad you made it. It's an honor to have you on the show. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, well, 
when they uh, had this conference thing, it said international numbers, but they don't consider Canada to be an international number, apparently. So I had to go back and call the American number. Yeah, I guess they consider Canada part of the United States for some reason now. <laughs> well, half the rest of the world thinks it is, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when did you get your start in the fish-keeping hobby? Uh, basically, I grew up on a farm, dairy farm, cows, and we had cow troughs around the uh, farm to water the animals. And my parents were aware that I put the fish in them, but they didn't know how I ever got them. Because I'd go... Uh, running through the bush, whatever. I'd be catching fish on the way home from working at some other farm. I'd make little nets. I'd make fish hooks out of uh, straight pins and the string you use to tie the um, bag shut. Because my dad was not a fisherman. He took us fishing once. But uh, I always loved the fish. And I had swamps around the farm. And we'd catch crayfish and toads and frogs and tadpoles and Every year when the spring floods came, I'd go out looking to see if there was any fish. In retrospect, that was not really possible because the fields were higher than the river. But uh, I was always hoping. That's pretty cool. That's that's good to hear that you started uh, when you were young, right? Yeah, well, I didn't get my first fish tank till I moved out of the house because uh, my father always said he didn't want me to be no danged old river rat. And I'm thinking, man, I'd love to be a dang old river rat. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, well, my idea of a good time is going swamping. You know, you get your swamp stick out, you go out in the wherever, and you see who you, whoever and whatever you can catch. That's true. So when did you start Carl's Aquariums? Uh, basically, I was a chef, and uh, I accumulated about 25 fish tanks for free because, uh, oh, yeah, my son had a fish tank, and he's not using it anymore. It's sitting in the garage. Do you want it? And so I started accumulating fish tanks, and then I uh, had a bit of money saved up because I'm all work, uh, and my play is, well, I buy a lot of books, but that's not a major expense. So I had some money saved up, and I thought, okay, I'd like to maybe get a pet store. You know, I always liked the idea because every Saturday and Sunday I'd make the rounds and I'd go to every pet store over the course of a month and then start again. And so I thought I'd like to try that, but I thought, okay, let's go work for a pet store, see what it's like. So I went to work for a big chain here in Toronto called PJ's Pet Center. It was started 50 years ago, and it went into bankruptcy about three weeks ago, but 25 years ago, it was going strong. And so uh, I got a job there, and I was working there a couple of weeks, and this lady came in, and she wanted somebody to clean her fish tank because her son had got a fish tank, set it up, but then he wasn't looking after it anymore, and did I know anybody that would do it? I said, oh, yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Uh, Maybe I can do it. And uh, what kind of filter do you have? Okay, and she called me a fluval, and... uh, so on. So I said, okay, I'll see you on Saturday uh, afternoon. And then as soon as she left, I went over to Fernando and I said, okay, yeah, Fern, this guy, she, he's got a fish tank and his mom came in here and she says he's got a fluval. What's a fluval? And he told me what a fluval was and how to take it apart and stuff. And uh, so on a Saturday morning, I went there and I cleaned her fish tank and I got me 25 bucks. So I was pretty happy. And then... Uh, 
I was cleaning fish tanks after work uh, while I worked at the pet store. And then I started uh, moving on up. I became manager of the fish room and uh, started visiting the wholesalers. And uh, the wholesalers, they pay better and they're more... You can buy stuff there and sell it retail, okay? Because they let their employees, they do the employee purchases. So uh, my mother phones me up. She says, Carl, you want to go to Florida? I don't have a cow cabin for three weeks. We can go now. So I went to the boss and I says, uh, yeah, can I take uh, three weeks off? He says, yeah, sure, no problem. When? Well, mom wants to leave tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, um, uh, Carl, <laughs> um, you're going to give me no notice? And I says, yeah, well, she got to go because uh, Cal's got a cab in three weeks. He's got to be back for that. And he says, well, Carl, you'd have to quit. Like, I can't let you take vacation. I'm like, and can I go work for a wholesaler and you won't penalize them? And he says, yeah, I don't care. So I phoned the wholesaler. Can I have a job in three weeks? He says, yeah. So I headed off to Florida with Mom, and we went down to the Florida Keys and uh, found a bunch of hermit crabs. And I'm thinking, okay, I can bring these back and uh, see if I can get some money for them. I had a 35-gallon salt water undergravel filtered uh, fish tank at the time. And so uh, we went to every sightseeing thing on the way down, and then on the way back we just drove straight through because I had this bucket full of hermit crabs. So uh, I get back, and I take them into Big Al's Aquarium Services uh, here in Mississauga, and I sold them like 45 hermit crabs for like a buck a piece. And that was my first saltwater fish sales. So I went to work at the wholesaler. It was primarily freshwater with a small saltwater section that, uh, you know, every month he'd send uh, money over to the Philippines to send fish. And people would line up in the driveway starting at about noon the day before because that shipment would come. Whoever was first in line got their pick and so on and so forth. Everything would be sold like, two days, okay? So we'd uh, show up at the wholesaler at about midnight to put the fish away, leave about 3 o'clock in the morning, be back at work at 7.30, and there would be about 50 cars in the driveway, and they're all waiting. And then we'd pack fish solid, like our fingers would be raw from the elastics. And uh, I was cleaning fish tanks on the side, and then I had a motorcycle accident, and I couldn't walk, so... I cleaned fish tanks on crutches for six months. And that's when I made the break from working a real job to just doing the fish tanks. And uh, I just got more and more customers and more business, and uh, here I am now. Yeah, you've got a wonderful YouTube channel to go along with uh, Carl's Aquarium. So when did the YouTube channel come about? Well, that was all because of Laura. Um, Laura Ducharme... uh, host of uh, Fido and Wine and Fluffy and Wine. She was a customer of mine, and uh, I was cleaning their fish tank for probably a year or two. And uh, I go there one day, and she says, Carl, I have a proposition for you. I'm like, okay. She says, would you like uh, your own TV show? I say, do I get paid? Yeah. Do I get to talk about myself? Yeah. Okay. She said, well, would you like to think about it? And I says, well, I was thinking about it while I was asking those questions. <laughs> and uh, so uh, she said, well, I'll see what I can do, but uh, I'll get back to you. So a couple months goes by, and she phones me up, and she says, yeah, 
I've been talking to some people, and uh, they think you should do a YouTube channel. Get, get comfortable in front of a camera. Okay. Now, Laura Ducharme is actually the niece of Red Green. I don't know if you know the Red Green TV show. Yeah, I do. That's a, that's a very good show. Well, that's her uncle. Nice. And her dad is Dave Smith, as in Smith & Smith Productions. Okay. So uh, she called me up. I had a pet store for a while, and she phoned me up, and she says, Yeah, I got this friend. She wants to buy a fish tank, and it's really important that she talks to you about it. And can, can you meet her at the store at, like, 1 o'clock? So at 1 o'clock on that day, I'm there, and uh, this lady comes in, and, uh, hi, this is my friend Jen, and so on and so forth. And she wanted to look around my store. She wanted to see everything. So I told her everything about everything, and an hour and a half, three hours later, she laughed. She didn't actually talk about a fish tank. And I'm thinking, well, this is a little weird. And <laughs> I get a phone call the next day, and uh, Laura says, so, I, I, I suppose you noticed that we didn't actually talk about buying a fish tank. And I says, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird because you told us you wanted to buy a fish tank. And she says, no, that was Jen Mitchell, a TV producer, and she wanted to meet you without you knowing who she was. Okay? So, uh, Jen came over to the house and we talked to her, and she did the first eight episodes of Mike Holmes. I don't know if you know Mike Holmes down there. He's a... Uh, Make it right. Uh, homes on homes. Uh, he's a contractor who fixes a lot of things. So uh, she started uh, shooting Fido and Wine with Laura, and so I was a guest on Fido and Wine a few times. And then uh, our YouTube channel just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, then we did an episode of a show. Go to askmeanythingshow.com and click on the Fish Guy episode. That's an episode about uh, me, the Fish Guy. And it was a series about people in unusual jobs who were a little bit quirky. And they went for humor the whole way through it. It's very funny. So uh, you get a chance. Go check it out. Just askmeanythingshow.com and the Fish Guy episode. And they have other episodes, but they're not funny. That's awesome. You got a wonderful YouTube channel, by the way. I'm a very big fan of your YouTube channel, and uh, I recommend all of our listeners to check out your YouTube channel, Carl's Aquariums. I love your unboxing videos, by the way. Yeah, we really enjoy them. Uh, it all started uh, basically. We got a whole bunch of fish fishing poles, and I did an unboxing video of that. And people liked it, so I said, oh, let's do an unboxing video of the fish. And uh, people really liked that. So, oh, yeah, look at that fish. It's like Christmas. And uh, my son was in it, and uh, he's he's funnier than his father in some ways. So uh, we have a pretty good bantering and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Usually done late at night with a fair amount of wine in me, and... Uh, yeah, sometimes it gets a little um, quirky, but uh, yeah, we enjoy them. That's cool. <laughs> so you just sell salt water now, right? Uh, predominantly salt water. I do have a few servicing customers who are fresh water. So if you look at my uh, fish room video, you'll see there's one small section of, uh, it's like uh, two, three 20-gallon tanks 
a 55-gallon tank on top and a uh, kind of a pond on the bottom for the sump, and that's my freshwater section. I have a couple little freshwater, but uh, we're building greenhouse on the side of the house, and uh, we're going to go take the windows out of Aunt Marianne's house on the weekend because they're demolishing her house to put up a, a super house because... Uh, you know, she's got the last little house on the block, and her daughter and their daughter's husband have moved in with her, so they're all going to live in the big house together. But uh, I get her windows, and, oh, yeah, Carl, can you take down all the light fixtures when you're here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's the price you pay for free windows. I guess so, that's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, no, we have to vent 50 cubic feet a minute out of the fish room to keep the humidity level in my house bearable. So I'm just going to vent it out the side of my house into the greenhouse, and that way it'll be partially heated that way. And I can do it all uh, breeding and everything in salt water and fresh water in sunlight, which is a lot easier because if you're growing a lot of plants and stuff, you don't really need much of a filter. And you can breed fish really easy with... Uh, the natural sunlight and the green water and the waterfurs or the Daphne or whatever. So, uh, yeah, if I had unlimited cash, I'd have a monster huge greenhouse with massive amounts of fish tanks. That sounds good. A greenhouse is pretty cool for a fish hobby. Yeah, well, watch my videos. You'll be seeing the thread this summer uh, as we build it because I want to build on the side of my house, and then I got a tent, and I want to put a greenhouse inside the tent too. Ah, oh, very nice. So, yeah. are you are you open to the public, or you just sell wholesale? I'm open to the public by appointment only. And when I tell a person, "Phone me before you come," it's because if you don't phone me, I won't be home. I'm on the road cleaning fish tanks. Like we did this huge pond today that. Uh, I hired four people off of Kijiji. They all confirmed this morning, but three hours later, only three of them showed up. So uh, we always hire extra because of that. But uh, we finished that, and we raced home so that uh, we could be here in time to give you a call. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this interview so far. You're one of my favorite guests so far. I was happy when you said you'd come on. Yeah, well, I like to talk, and you're giving me an opportunity to talk. So, <laughs> but we got so what a is your favorite fish. saltwater fish? Orbiculate batfish. Nice. I like uh, fox faces and emperor angels. Yeah, but the Orbeez got such a personality. Like, That's I had true. a customer, he had a fish tank built into the wall, and his condo was featured in a kitchen magazine, so they took a picture of his kitchen and the fish tank. His condo was featured in a bathroom magazine, so they took a picture of the bathroom and the fish tank. It had gold leaf on the silicon where it was sealed into the wall. He phones me up one day, he says, Carl, I was feeding the bad fish, and he splashed water all over my suit. Um, why are you feeding your bad fish wearing a suit? <laughs> the thing is like 12 inches high, and he gets really excited when he sees food, and he splashes water everywhere. But, yeah, this guy, he was born with a gold spoon in his mouth, so uh, he thought it was perfectly normal to wear a suit to feed your fish. 
<laughs> yeah, the batfish are amazing. I just don't have a tank big enough for one of them. Yeah, well, we're doing one on uh, Thursday, uh, 350-gallon uh, tall. It's about 5 feet tall and 38 by 28. And nice. it cracked on the bottom, so uh, we got to take it out, slide it outside, get my buddy to come over from the welding shop and plastic weld it and put her back up together and shove her back in and shove her in the wall. Nice. And she she wants a batfish because uh, she loves batfish. Yeah, they are a very neat fish. They look very nice. Yeah. Well, they got personality like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and yet, they're not like an Oscar. Oscars have personality, but they sulk a lot, too. Batfish will give you more attitude, but he's got personality. That's true. My triggers have some... Uh Good personality. I got a nitro trigger, and my brother has a rectangular trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my, those are also my favorites too. Yeah. Oh. Too bad the clown triggers are aggressive. I'd love to have one of them. Yeah, well, I have one. Uh, I told, sold it probably about four months ago, but he had a nice personality. Uh, he was living in with a puffer. And a couple of uh, blue jaws and Niger triggers, and you saw a crayfish in there, and it's just chaos. And then I went to the Florida Keys because we started going there many, many times, so I got a lot of friends down there. So we go out in the boat with Captain Ron, and Captain Ron is famous. You ever heard of the Lismata Bogasai? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them before. Well, that's named after Ronnie Bogus. He took the guy out on his boat because they were catching a lot of peppermint shrimp in the crab uh, bait uh, can. And the guy discovered that they weren't the same Lismata Wardani. They were Lismata something else. And he says, I'll name them after you. So Lismata Bogassi is named after Captain Moran. So we went out on his boat and uh, we caught this big crab, brought him back, put him in with the trigger fish. They can't even chew him. Is so hard. <laughs> so uh, he just lives in there, and the trigger's sick, can't do nothing. The puffer's like five inches long. He can't do nothing with them. Nice. Anyway, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun on those trips. Puffers are pretty now. cool. I'm actually looking yeah. for one of those uh, yellow belly dog face ones. Those are my favorite. Yeah, they're nice. Well, I don't have any puffer. Oh, I have a Valentini puffer. That's the only puffer I got right now. Uh, we got Dominican Republic order coming next week, and uh, Steve called me today. He's going to do a Philippine soon, so he's going to send me the list. Oh, so, nice. Uh, we'll see what we get. Uh, see, when I had the fish tanks at the House of Death, I had a lot more room because... Uh, I had the entire basement, so moving back into my house is a lot smaller. But a lot more convenient, because at 11 o'clock at night, going to the fish room at the funeral home was a little creepy. Yeah, I imagine so. (laughs) Yeah, well, you walk in there, and you hear a noise, and you know that nobody's there, so okay. My son was a little more spooked out than me, uh... Like the undertaker would come down and say, "Hey, girl, can you come up and fix this for me?" And you'd go in there, and it's like, uh, uh, 
You didn't tell me there was corpses in here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but, yeah, that came to an end. That was free rent, free hydro. That was a sweet deal. That's awesome. Well, the owner of the funeral home loved fish, and what's better than a fish room? You can visit at any time, but you don't have to do any work. That's true. That's I wish I uh, had a fish room down there. <laughs> yeah, well, get friendly with the funeral director that has a funeral home with a river running through the basement that he can't use for anything else anyhow. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I uh, want to thank you for being a guest tonight. You did a great job. I enjoyed our interview. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll have to have you on again. I enjoy chatting fish. Yeah, well... Sit and talk fish with anybody, anytime. Nice. I'm going to continue watching your YouTube channel. You guys are rocking it. All right. Thank kindly. Have a nice have a nice night. All right. Well, I'm headed to the fish room to feed my fishies. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, now we're going to debut our final brand new segment. Now, this segment is called Music Spotlight. Now, I'm going to play four songs on every episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. The first two in the first half of the show, and the last two in the last half of the show. Now, most of the songs are going to be bands from my friend Jeremy Stellhorn, who is a promoter of some music, uh, and they're going to be courtesy of Blossom City Music Hour on Podbean. So thank you to Jeremy Stellhorn for providing uh, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli with some wonderful music. Special thanks to all the bands that Jeremy Stellhorn works with to provide us with this music. Ladies and gentlemen, our first music spotlight songs are from Randy Quinn. Let's go Redbirds and another wonderful song. Let's hear these great music and great songs from Randy Quinn. Representing the STL When you're down and out 
of what you working and with. And you think there is no more of what you working with. It's one of the red birds, it's so what you working with. Wait a minute, y'all. Let me see what you working with. Go red birds, go red birds. Sometimes they get behind. Go red birds, go red birds. But they always get out of a bind. Go red birds, go red birds. We're with you all the way. Go red birds, go red birds. Any night or any day. When you're down and out, oh, what you and you think there is no more of oh, what you're working with. One of the red birds, it's the oh, what you're working with. Wait a minute, y'all. Let me see what you're working with. Go red birds, go red birds. You know you make me proud. Go red birds, go red birds. I gotta say it loud. Go red birds, go red birds. The other team better run and hide. Go red birds, go red birds. You know you can't deny. When you're down and out, of what you're working with. And you think there is no more of what you're working with. One of the red birds, it's the what you're working with. Wait a minute, y'all. Let me see what you're working with. Go red birds, go red birds. You have a great big crowd. Go red birds, go red birds. I gotta shout it out. Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked. Of what you working and with And you think there is no more Of what you working with One of the red birds It's the what you working with Wait a minute, y'all Let me see what you working with Go red birds uh, It's a party uh, It's a party uh, It's a party for the red birds party uh, It's a party uh, It's a party uh, It's a party for the red birds party
And it's a really funny rap battle. There's Michael Jackson taking on Elvis Presley in a very funny rap battle. There's Mitt Romney taking on President Barack Obama in the 2012 elections. And there's a couple other ones that I'm going to share tonight. So we're going to hear our funny audio clips, and that's going to take us straight into our one and only commercial break of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We have a lot more action coming up here on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. After our commercial break, WWE fans, get ready, because I'm going to start previewing Money in the Bank. I'm also going to have a couple of funny prank phone calls. I've got some great recipes. I've got two recipes you can use for your father tomorrow. I've got chicken amaretta and chicken marsala. We'll have two more wonderful songs in our music spotlight. And I'll also talk about Father's Day ideas. Right after this, don't go anywhere, folks. <laughs> It's time for us to laugh our asses off here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale. Be prepared to laugh at this funny clips and jokes. A perfect risotto. Right. Mrs. Child. Welcome to the grown-up's table. I've exactly two minutes, and you should be grateful. Because I'm in the fucking weed. With all these shows to pitch. I'll keep my oven preheated. And my pilot's greenlit. Oh. I'm a seasoned skillet. You're a palm-sprayed pan. Of Michelin star. You're like the Michelin man. I'm rolling in dough. Like Pete Wellington from Hollerin. And then I'm shitting on you like I'm wax flow intolerant. Ooh, some glass. A wonderful thing. A grumpy little chef. Who thinks he can bring enough stone to justify getting wrong with the butter loving queen of a burgundy young I rock hard as concrete on top of these bombies. Been chopping the palm trees. Did you sucked on your mom's teeth? I served America beautifully. Yeah, that's life flying beautifully. I reign supreme from shark repellent to shark Go on and cross your arms and that B boy stand. When it comes to hook cuisine, that's what I'm for. Here's a nice amuse move. Take a pour of beauty. Your giant flabby chest. I'd call you donkey, but you look more like Shrek. When the Iron Man chef busts a rhyme, I'll open up on you like a fine red wine. I'm a culinary innovator, you're no creator. Regurgitating French plates like a glorified translator. Fresh, you're past your expiration date. I fuck it. Blue team, drop the bull, you play. I'll sing your little show when it sure ain't pretty. One part, big bird, two parts, Miss Piggy. You can't test me with your fatty recipes. Call your book master in the art of heart disease. I mean, it's rubber. Yes, chef. Look at Tell me who the fuck would like to cook caffeine? You call me Lord Chef. All this sale and stuff. Now here, take this jacket. Now get it back and suck off. Oh, please. Your defeat's guaranteed. Can see. I've got this in the bag. You mean? Michelin indeed. You've done well for yourself. But as a person, you couldn't get a star on you. I can freeze a steak without frosting. Look with that bitter taste in every word. 
from your lips. You scream at women, but the things that you're pitching make you the messiest bitch in the kitchen. I'll punch you on the head, love you, and stick it for ya. Anything good with enough butter, boy. Oh, I'm so glad you spent this time with me. Now eat a dick. Bon appetit. Ho, 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 da, Joe And rotten as your teeth are. I go balls to the wall for on this whack twat in an ascot. Blast your statue like ass from the back to the fat scot. Permission from the crowd to put a scoundrel down. I've earned it. I'm licensed to kill. You couldn't get a learner's permit. After 24 films, I'm still reaching new heights. Your third movie died. Guess you only lived twice. Spell my name. The ladies wanna be on Z. Any sex appeal you might have is be on me. I'm the spoke from a head from a toe. And after this flow, I'm done. I only need one round golden gun. You look a lot more blonde in your movie, baby. That's all right. Let's just keep it groovy, baby. Better the legs and tell me this will be boring. But Jesus, man, even my mojo's snoring. I've never seen such a miserable spy. I've also never seen a man with glistening thighs. I mean, you can't tag properly with that wax Be on an island with a fucking model by now Sipping dry martinis and peeling off bikinis Not rapping against Swedish penis pumping weenies that's I didn't say I was finished I'm sick of your silly gimmicks I'm the best spy in the business Just ask all the critics And I've been through hell So yeah, I'm a bit of a cynic But I'm the original model that you're free of I wouldn't exactly call you original. It's the most prominent, dominant bomb spy, so pay homage. Handing out ass whippings, I'm on some real James Bonding. Your performance doesn't stir me, and I'm certainly not shaken. What a shitty acting in my action film. I'd go and watch Taken. I see your modern gadgets, and I piss on them all. I don't need a cue to break your ball. I'm the granddad of the brand millions of fans have been sold on. You're so far up on my nuts, I should call you Bond. Gold Bond. Yeah, um, could I get back in my rap, please? Rap these, you velvety hack. It's the movie business and you've had your six. The world has had quite enough rug-wearing misogyny. Yeah, to be honest, you are a bit racy. I mean, I like to swing, but Dr. No means no, baby. Oh, please, I'm an extraordinary gentleman. Undistinguished. If they made him any mean, they'd have to cast Peter English. Well, maybe they should cast a Bond who's actually English. Why, pussy, aren't you the cunning linguist? As a matter of fact, I've got a knack for licking old cunts. After I beat you, I'll kick the shit out of the man who does your stunts. Now you listen here, you little duck face, right? I'm all in! I'm ready to die any day that you want! Ho, whoa, ho, whoa! Ho, sir! Ho, sir!
James and a Mr. Fantastic face. So rich and white, it's like I'm running against a cheesecake. Republicans need a puppet, and you fed. Got their hands so far up your rear, call you me. I'm the head of state. You're like a head of cabbage. About to get smacked by my stimulus package. <laughs> You're a bad man with no chance. You can't even touch me. I got four more years. Two turns. And a White House. Just trust me. I hope you saved your best rhymes for the second half. Because right now, I'm 47% for kicking your ass. Whatever. That 40% thing got you real mad. Wouldn't it remind you how many decent parents you had? Uh, look, I respect our religions, uh, but it might get crazy if the White House is a first, second, and a third lady. Ha! Don't bring up wives, man. What are you doing? You got hitched to the female version of Patrick Ewing. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, don't get it twisted. We'll see how pretty your face is after my face is kissed. Uh, 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 you're a stuttering communist. Oh, yeah? Well, you're stupid. You're stupid. No, uh uh. There's a power invested in me by this giant Volsberg. The president shall not be the shiniest of two turns. Do. I want to like you. Don't talk about Jason Dewey. I'm Bob Wolf with all my brain. I'm telling you, I'm pulling with And you, money man, you're a pancake. You flip up in it. It's a country, not a company. You can play that monopoly. I'll properly reach across the aisle and bitch match you with equals. I'm the people. By the people. For the people. Hey guys, Jeremy Soren of Boston City Radio. I invite you to check out Boston City Radio, the talk show, where I interview local guests and people of interest in businesses. Also, Boston City Music, where we have local artists that are up and coming. And Boston City Radio Jobs, 
And we also have Blossom City Radio at YouTube. So check us out. Thank you very much. On Facebook at Blossom City Radio, Blossom City Radio Music Hour, and Blossom City Radio Jobs on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Bye. Calling all Android and iPhone users. The American Variety Network now has an app that you can download. On this app, you can listen to any of our over 300 episodes of the American Variety Network. You can watch American Variety Network's YouTube videos and see the posts that are made on our Facebook page with the latest show news and more. To download the American Variety Network app, simply go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store and search American Variety Network and click download. You are going to enjoy this app as you can listen to any of our podcasts on the go or watch our videos. Download our app, American Variety Network, and enjoy. Sunday, June 26, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a historic event for the American Variety Network. It's a milestone. Many people believe the host of American Variety Network, Alex Cardinelli, would never achieve. June 26, the American Variety Network celebrates its 350th episode, and you, the wonderful listeners, are invited to attend. Co-hosting this special celebration will be friend of Alex, supporter of American Variety Network, Jeremy Stellhorn. We're going to have some wonderful special guests, including someone who is an advocate for those with mental health, a country musician, and more. Plus, there'll be tropical fish chat, cooking chat, and more. So listeners of the American Variety Network, come celebrate our historic 350th episode on Sunday, June 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, and 5 Pacific. Americans, can you believe that 4th of July is quickly approaching? What are you going to be doing on the 4th of July? Well, one thing you should be doing is tuning into the American Variety Network's Independence Day Fest. That's right, Alice Cardinelli, Jeremy Stellhorn, and the American Variety Network are going to be hosting the second annual American Variety Network 4th of July where there will be food talk, there will be some fun American talk, and more. 
celebrate 4th of July by tuning into the American Variety Network 4th of July Extravaganza live on the 4th of July at 12 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Before you have your Independence Day barbecues, join the American Variety Network. Would you like to see my personal fish tank? Would you like to see my 120 gallon saltwater display aquarium? Then check out my YouTube channel called 413 Fish Dude on YouTube. I do fish videos, fish updates, and the occasional fish information videos. Tropical fish keepers, check out my YouTube channel and subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli, June 2016. We had an incredible first half of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli, and now we're going to have another incredible second and final half of Saturday Live with me, Alex Cardinelli. All right. WWE fans, you've been waiting a long time for it. Now, I'm going to preview WWE Money in the Bank, which airs live tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on the WWE Network. So, if you happen to be a father and you love wrestling, then this is going to be the perfect weekend for you. So, let's take a look at the 2016 Money in the Bank match card. We've got a tag team match pitting the Lucha Dragons, Kalisto and Sin Cara, against the Dudley Boys. We've got another tag team pre-show match featuring the Golden Truth, Gold Dust and R-Truth, versus Brizongo, a team of Tyler Breeze and Fondango. We've got a singles match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship featuring two members of the Shield, Roman Reigns taking on Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns will be defending his WWE Championship against Seth Rollins, who returned at Extreme Rules last month. We've got John Cena taking on AJ Styles and what most people are calling a WrestleMania Dream Match. We've got the traditional Money in the Bank ladder match for a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match contract. The winner of this match will be able to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase for a guaranteed title shot. And nine times out of ten, whoever cashes in wins the title. So there are six participants in this match. It's Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio versus Sami Zayn versus Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. We've got a fatal four-way match for the WWE Tag Team Championship. The New Day defends against Luke Owls and Carl Anderson of the club. They're taking on Enzo Amore and Big Cass and Devon Villains. 
We've got Rusev defending his United States Championship against Titus O'Neil. We've got Charlotte and Donna Brooke versus Natalia and Becky Lynch. Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. And Apollo Crews versus Sheamus. All right, that's the match card for Money in the Bank 2016. Now, a lot of rumors have been swirling around that Money in the Bank is going to feature three superstars returns. And those superstars are Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family, Randy Orton, and Triple H. How Triple H returns at Money in the Bank, I have no idea. But I've been reading it on wrestling sites. I honestly don't see it happening. But I have been fooled before as a wrestling fan. Rumor is that Triple H and Roman Reigns are going to have a rematch at SummerSlam. I would have much easily preferred H and Shane to have a match, but we're still two months ahead of August, and we're just talking rumors at this point. But I do see possibly Bray Wyatt and Orton returning at Money in the Bank or the Raw after Money in the Bank. So if there are any returns, I'm going to predict it's going to be uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Now, I'm going to predict the match card itself. I'm going to say the Lucha Dragons will defeat the Dudley Boys. I'm going to say the Golden Truth will finally get their first victory against Breezango. I am also going to say Roman Reigns will successfully defend his title against Seth Rollins. I think Triple H will return as a face and attack Seth Rollins, setting, setting up uh, Triple H versus Rollins at SummerSlam. That is if Triple H even returns. I don't see it happening, but if he does, I think he's going to turn face. I see AJ Styles defeating John Cena with the help of the club. I see either Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, or Cesaro walking out of the Money in the Bank ladder match with the Money in the Bank briefcase. It's either going to be Dean Ambrose or Cesaro or Owens. They are the only ones at this point that make sense. Jericho makes zero sense to win, so he's definitely not going to win. Uh, I'm going to say that Enzo Amore and Big Cass will walk out of the field four-way match with the WWE Tag Team Championships. Rusev is going to destroy Titus O'Neil, and he's going to retain his title. Natalia and Becky Lynch are going to beat Charlotte and Donna Brooke. I say Dolph Ziggler will finally get a victory over Baron Corbin, and I say Apollo Crews will defeat Sheamus to eck his place in WWE. So that's my predictions for WWE Money in the Bank 2016. I definitely recommend that you guys check out Money in the Bank on the WWE Network tomorrow if you are a WWE fan. Alright, it's time for one of my favorite segments that I do here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Are you ready to laugh at some 
prank calls? Are you ready to say what the hell are these calls about? Are you ready to say what the hell, what the fuck? Well, here are some funny prank calls. Are you ready to laugh at some funny phone calls? Are you ready to hear these people's reaction to getting pranked? Let's all have a laugh here. It's now time for prank calls. Hello? I got worms. Excuse me? I'm going to kill you. Oh, that, it was a terrible mistake, sir. Please, oh, believe me, I would never do anything to offend a man of your size. Hello? 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 Hi, this is your neighbor. I think you know which one. My neighbor? Look, I don't want any problems, but you need to stop watching us through our windows. What are you talking about, man? I don't even know who you is. Shut up while I'm talking to you. Hey, you nuts. My wife you said she your... saw you staring at her while she was changing. Is you nuts, man? You, where do you even live? My daughter even said someone's been watching her walk to school. Is you crazy, man? You don't even know who you're talking to. I know it was you, and it stops now. You don't even know who you're talking to, man. I don't know you, and you don't know me. Do you know where I live at? Just admit you've been doing it and stop. Otherwise, I'm getting the police involved. I don't care who you get involved with your crazy self. You need some help. Because you don't even know who you're talking family, to. You, creep. you don't even know who you talk to, man. Something wrong with you. I'm calling the cops and filing a restraining order. You can file anything you want to file because you're talking to the wrong person. I'm trying to tell you, you ain't listening. You better hope I don't catch you, you sicko. Sick, disgusting, you, sicko. Are you crazy? You ain't even listening, man. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello. Good morning. My, my name is Toby. Can I help you? I'm calling from an organization called Mind. How are you today? Fine, thank you. Good. May I have one minute of your time to talk to you about an issue that should be on the forefront of your mind? Sure. This will just take a second. Mind stands for marijuana is not dangerous. We are working towards passing a petition to legalize the use of, um, the use of, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Bear with me for just one second. They're <laughs> working towards passing a petition to legalize the use of marijuana. <laughs> this has got to be a joke. <laughs> Our petition uh, takes aim to legalize the use of marijuana for medicinal... <laughs> for medicinal and, uh... You know... You, you know... The word medicinal is so weird. <laughs> Look at my hands. My hands are so weird. What is my other purpose for smoking weed? 
Uh, when he gets stoned. <laughs> wait, wait, where was I? Hello? 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 Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. Make sure you got the stuff. Uh, yeah, let me talk. Stop playing. Uh, make sure it's ready. All right. Don't test me. You know I can't talk about this on cell phones. Got it? Talk about what? You know who this is. Ricky sent you the package from Columbia. You hand it off to me. You get five grand. No, he sent it from uh, India. Whatever. I'm going to be there in a few minutes. You better have it ready. No. If it turns out you're the cops, we're done doing business later. Um, the cops. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? Hey, who's this? Babe, it's me. I just wanted to you? say I'm so sorry for anything. Who is this? Um, you were the one that said you wanted to talk things through. I don't know who this is. It's Shannon. You told me to call you tonight, didn't you? No. Babe, come on, don't do this to me. <clears throat> do you know who you're calling right now? What do you mean you don't know me? Do you know who you're calling right now? Honey, I know we've grown apart, but don't say that. Okay, who is this? Stop trying to get me out of your life. Oh, yeah? I do all these things for you, and this is how you treat me? <laughs> uh, I'm just some of those yeah. random chick to you now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. You know what? I shouldn't have even believed you when you said you wanted to get back together. <laughs> I thought you were the one, baby. I love you. Fire up your shirt. Turn on your ovens and get ready to go. Alex Cardinale is going to give you some awesome recipes you can use this weekend. It's time for cooking on Saturday. Alright, are you ready to cook on Saturday? I am. I've got two wonderful recipes that I'm going to share with you. These recipes can be made for your father for Father's Day dinner tomorrow. I think your father is going to love these recipes. I'm going to be giving you a chicken armoretto recipe and a chicken marsala recipe. Both of these recipes are, of course, Italian, and both of them feature Italian wine. I think Armoretto is a wine. It's a liqueur. So it's an Italian uh, alcoholic beverage. But anyways, these are very delicious uh, entrees that have chicken. You can also make them with veal or pork, but my preferred protein for these meals are chicken. I'll start with chicken amaretto. And I actually did not know about this dish until I went to my favorite Italian restaurant, fell in love with it, and now I make it at home. Now the restaurant served it with peaches and cherries and a very sweet amaretto sauce. So this is a very, not overly dessert, 
ish, but it's a kind of a sweet dish. Um, and I actually add a little bit of spice to make it sweet and sour. So it's a very, very good dish. Chicken Armoretto. You will need two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast, a can of peaches, a can of cherries, or you can use fresh cherries. You will need three cups of armoretto. You will need a cup of chicken stock. You will need uh, probably a half teaspoon of red pepper flakes. You'll also need uh, a roux, which will consist of five tablespoons of butter and five tablespoons of flour. And you also need extra flour to dredge the chicken. To make this wonderful dish, you're going to dredge your chicken in seasoned flour that has salt and pepper in it. So you're going to dip the chicken both sides with flour. And then you're going to preheat a skillet with a quarter cup of olive oil and some margarine. And you're going to saute your chicken for about five to six minutes per side. Do not worry if it's not fully cooked all the way. You'll let it finish cooking in the sauce. Remove the chickens from the skillet and drain off any excess fat. Now you're going to add in the five tablespoons of butter and the five tablespoons of flour. You're going to make a very nice roux. And you're going to combine that until it's nice and pasty. Then you're going to add in your armoretto and stir until it's nice and thick and combined and you no longer see a roux. Then you're going to add in your peaches and cherries and you're going to add the chicken back to the pan. Let it come to a simmer for about five or six minutes. Then you're going to add in your chicken stock, your red pepper flakes, your favorite seasonings. I use basil, thyme, salt and pepper, and parmesan cheese. And let it simmer for about 10 to 15 minutes until your de desired consistency. Then you're going to serve this with pasta, rice, or your favorite side dish. It really is good. That's my chicken armoretto recipe. Chicken marsala. Two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast. Four pounds of mushrooms. That's four containers of mushrooms. A onion chopped. I use very little onion in mine, but you can use more if you want. Two cups of marsala wine and a cup of chicken stock, five tablespoons of butter, and five tablespoons of flour. You're going to do the same thing with the chicken that you did in the armoretto. You're going to dredge it on both sides with flour and saute it five to six minutes per side. Then you're going to remove it from the pan and saute your onions and mushrooms for about 10 minutes. Then I want you to add the butter and the flour and create another roux. Then pour in your marsala wine and add your chicken back to the pan. And then let it simmer for about five minutes. Then add your chicken stock and let that simmer for 10 more minutes. And you're ready to serve your chicken marsala with your favorite side. So please try these recipes and let me know how they come out. I think you're going to enjoy these recipes on a fine Sunday evening or a Saturday. And I think your father is going to love these recipes. So 
that's this week's episode of Cooking on Saturdays here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Well, not episode, but segment. But anyways, those are our recipes for today's show. All right. It's time for our last music spotlight for the month of June. And these two songs are some of the best songs that I have ever heard in my whole life. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to make it sound good. I'm saying that because I was really inspired by these songs. I was blown away. This is a country musician that is not famous, and she should be. These songs sound like uh, a song or two that... I would hear on a radio in the car, or I would get from a CD. They really are awesome folks. I want to say thank you to Jeremy Stellhorn for finding me Rhonda. Now, Rhonda just so happens to be my country musician guest on the 350th episode on June 26th. So tonight... You're going to get a special preview of what's to come on our 350th episode with Rhonda's two songs. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and unwind with these two wonderful songs that will be featured on the 350th as well. Here we go. Woo! Pick me up. Pet me up. Don't play a crying song.
You take the MasterCard. I'll keep the Visa. You take the Chevrolet. And I'll keep that old Ford. When it comes down to the end, let's not try to just be Tragedy. 
uh, or a sad incident, but you can always remember the memories that you have with your father, or or if your uh, child died, you can remember the memories of with them as well. So I do send my condolences to everybody out there who doesn't have their father anymore, or the fathers out there that don't have their children anymore. It really is sad. But you can always remember the good times that you did have, and that's what, that's what counts the most. It's the memories that count the most. They're very important, and I will always remember the memories that I have with the people that I love. Now, people do a lot of different things on Father's Day, but what I always like to tell people is to do something that your father would like. Do something with him that he's going to enjoy. Now, I know a father is going to love a nice steak dinner. A lot of men typically like to have ribeye steaks and potatoes or meat and potatoes. Some may prefer a more fine dining meal. So if your father likes to eat, I would suggest taking him to a nice fine dining restaurant if you can afford it. If not, cook him a very nice homemade meal. Nothing shows your appreciation for your father than a good meal. And also, make sure to provide a, a good beer or his favorite drink with his meal. Another good activity you could do with your father on Father's Day is to do what he likes. Do his favorite hobby. Now, it may be fishing, it may be going bowling, it may be going golfing, or it may be playing video games, anything. Just provide him company. I bet you he will feel grateful. Make him remember that he is a father by being there and accompanying him. Most of all, leave him his space. Father's Day is for fathers. Make sure he gets the best time he can out of it. Make sure you show him you love your father by being there, but also let him do things he wants to do on his day. So if he does not want to go out to eat, you don't go out to eat. But if he wants to go out to eat, then you guys should let him go out to eat. So there's a lot of things you can do for Father's Day, but those are just some of the gifs that I'm going to give out tonight. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific, right here early in the morning on American Variety Network, I'm going to be doing my very first Father's Day special. Now... I've got a wonderful greeting and a song from a good friend of mine that's going to be played on tomorrow's Father's Day show. I'm also going to talk about some meals that you can cook for your father and a hobby that is becoming really popular with 
fathers and older men. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's Father's Day broadcast. I really recommend you tune in. It's going to be a really fun show, and I'm going to show my appreciation to all the fathers out there, the fathers that are serving in the military, and everything of that nature. So, folks, please tune in to my Father's Day show tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap for our show, but before I end today's show, I've got a couple of announcements that I would like to make. So, July's edition of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli is going to air on Saturday, July 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know who the special guest will be, but there will be a special guest for July 16th. There will be our second edition of Fame and Shame. There will be our second edition of Music Spotlight. And I'm also going to review the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby and preview the second half of the Major League Baseball season on Saturday, July 16th. So... We, we are unfortunately going to miss the 4th of July, so there will be no 4th of July Saturday Live special. We're also going to miss the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby. However, with that being said, there is going to be a 4th of July show here on American Variety Network on Monday, July 4th at 12 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. So before you have your morning barbecues or your afternoon barbecues and before you head off to your fireworks celebration on the 4th of July, join co-host Jeremy Stellhorn and myself as we celebrate the 4th of July as Americans do. I'd also like to recommend you check out our 350th episode on June 26th. We've got Rhonda, that wonderful country musician, as a special guest. We've got Tara from Cameras in Special Needs Classrooms, a mental health advocate who will be on the show. And there is a very special guest. There's also going to be some funny audio clips and fun discussion on our 350th episode. So make sure to check that out on June 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And don't and don't forget to subscribe to my app on Google Play and uh, Apple Play Store. Well, not subscribe, but don't forget to download my app on Google Play and Apple called American Variety Network. Simply search American Variety Network in the Google Play and Apple Store. Hit download, and you can listen to any of my podcasts episodes. You can see any of my Facebook posts on my page, American Variety Network, and you can see any of my videos that I post on YouTube. Much, much, much thanks to Jeremy Stellhorn from Blossom City Music Hour for our music spotlight tonight. Much thanks to Carl Hayden for being our wonderful guest tonight. Much thanks to Randy 
Queen and Rhonda for letting me play their songs and for letting Jeremy promote them. And much thanks for all of you for tuning into this show. I appreciate your listen. Remember, folks, I love you as a listener. You keep my show strong. Thank you for listening to the show. We'll see you Saturday, July 16th for July's edition of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Have a great rest of your June, and thank you for tuning in. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. We really appreciate your listen. Feel free to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. American Variety Network. Good night, everyone.